We are the Nerd Eternal Network. to the second episode of uh, the newest show here on Dire Bear Adventuring Company and the Nerd Eternal Network. Uh, the Holocaust of the Ajedi. It's an Esper Genesis game, 5th edition sci-fi. Uh, if you didn't catch last week, just a quick review. The players all showed up individually or in pairs at a... St- at one particular space station. Going about their own business, they were caught up in a gunfight between two men and what turned out to be a courier service. Due to their quick action, no civilians were harmed, the courier was saved, but what he was carrying was completely trashed. Shortly after the fight, they got an invite from... A man named Achille Vasher, who most of them recognized from their childhood. The man was an archaeologist that also had a uh, educational show. Think a Indiana Jones meets Jacques Cousteau kind of guy. Apparently, the courier was making was supposed to be making the delivery to him, and he has requested that the people that came to the man's aid. Uh, come have dinner with him. He has a business proposition for him. And that is pretty much where we are starting up tonight. I think y'all had decided last time that y'all were going to accept his invitation. Is there anything you need or want to do in the station prior to visiting Mr. Achilles? Okay. Well, y'all, y'all had gotten room, so yeah, you, you've had time to clean up. And I think it was going to be dinner the next day. Patrick, we lost your camera. No way. So as you, anyway, as you make your way... Uh, through the station. As I mentioned last week, Achille Vasher lives in a fairly high-end part of the station where a lot of places kind of have just apartments kind of built into the built into the station itself. This area is actually actually kind of has its own dome and you have individual houses. Uh, very similar to what you would have planet side. You know, uh, manicured lawns, the little bushes cut into animal shapes, the whole nine yards. It's very much a gated community on the space station. But uh, your invitation gets you to the guard, little guard station without any trouble. And while Achilles doesn't have one of the doesn't have the biggest house, it's it's a pretty good sized one. 
Uh, do y'all show? Do you all show up together? Well, you were all. Uh, you were all directed to the same hotel by the guards or station security. Big pardon? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave you a time to meet, meet for dinner, so you'd all be showing up close, you know, relatively close together, regardless. Okay. Can somebody check the Twitch and make sure we've got sound on there? Okay. I was afraid if I turned it up to check, it would, uh... You know, I'd catch it in the recording. Anyway. Uh... Crap, completely lost my train of thought. Alright, so you arrive at, at Vasher's house. Together or separately. Uh... Old-fashioned door knocker. As you knock on the door, you know, wait a few minutes, you wait a minute or so, it slowly cracks open, and you see a middle-aged man uh, wearing the classic kind of butler's outfit. You know, the tails on the coat, white gloves, the whole nine. Ah, you must be Mr. Vasher's uh, dinner guest. Do you have your invitations? Uh, merely checking. Please follow me right this way. <clears throat> there is no Mr. Body. Uh, as you walk through the hallway, there are maps on the wall, photographs on the wall. There are various, I hesitate to say relics, because they're probably not quite that valuable, but there are antique, antiques on display, you know, vases from here and there, in some cases fossils. It kind of screams, an archaeologist lives here. Uh... Well, if you ever saw his show, he seemed to really love his job. So the butler uh, brings you to the dining room. Sitting behind the chair, or sitting in one of the chairs behind the table, is a older fellow, not, not decrepit, where the butler may be 55 or 60, this guy's probably in his 70s. Uh, those of you that watched his show, you recognize him immediately. You know, his hair has gone completely gray. He's definitely got a few more wrinkles. 
But he's still relatively fit. You know, when he sees you, he breaks into the same same kind of smile that you used to see on the show when he when he discovers something. Uh, he quickly comes to his feet. He comes. He shakes your hands. Uh, hello, I'm Achille Vasher. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, well, it's, it's always good to meet a fan. Oh, please, please, have a seat. Uh, Basil will, will serve the dinner soon. He kind of gestures to the, to the butler. So I wanted to thank you for coming to the defense of the, uh, of the courier. It's, it's a very fortunate thing you did. I don't believe he would have survived otherwise. It is a shame about the delivery, though, but... Still, I guess it was only an object. But that... Oh, please. Hmm. And what were you saying here? That I have no idea. What was in there was a... artifact from an extinct species. Uh, the species was, we, was, evidence of the species was discovered back while we were doing the show. Uh, we had not found much on it then. Since my retirement, or semi-retirement, you know, I've still been searching for more evidence of it. It was, it was a spacefaring race. They were clearly advanced. But, uh, all we've really managed to find are a few outposts. We haven't really found anything we think was a colony world. But we think, or my theory at least, is that their area, you know, of expanse, only kind of their outer layer is overlapping with us. What was supposed to be in the pack that he was bringing me, or package rather, that he was bringing me, was a still functioning piece of the technology. Uh, yes, we had, so far we hadn't found anything that was still functioning. And functioning might be overstating this. It still had power to it. You know, it was not just completely defunct. So it was going to be a great opportunity to try and figure out more about them. Uh, the piece had been in the private, in a private collection for quite some time. I've been aware of it for quite a while. And the old codger that owned it just wouldn't sell it to me. He is quite an he was quite an enthusiast himself. But he had no interest in sharing, you know, some things should be in museums, that sort of thing. Yes. So where were we now that I'm completely lost my train of thought? Uh, we were discussing the object itself. We also had the... He was discussing that we just found a piece of technology and he just acquired it from someone who wouldn't share it. Which was coming to my next question. In that case, how did you acquire it? Oh, the owner died. 
he was in his 90s. His son is far less interested in, in his collection than, than the father was. I had actually had an arrangement with the son for several years that, you know, that, you know, when the eventuality of his father's passing came about, you know, I would have first dibs. Uh, before we put anything else up for auction. Do you happen to have that piece of technology with you, or does Station or does you know security still have it? Station security still has it. It's still an active investigation. You know, I was about to have. I was about to ask, as somewhat of my profession, I'd be interested in actually examining that. Oh, you're good with tech too. Actually, I actually am an engineer, so. Denner parks up for a moment. Did you... Do you have someone watching that? Where the active investigation is happening? Because they sent two people after the courier. It's possible they'll send more people. It's possible, but it's in the evidence. The evidence locker is pretty secure. uh, Unless someone has bought out security. Well, that's... Possible, I suppose, but but I don't know why anyone would go to the trouble. Of course, I don't know why anyone would go to the trouble of attacking a courier. I'm more concerned because they didn't show much concern for their own lives, just the destruction of the object itself. Wait, yeah, that, that is... is something I was thinking of. This is one would think that having evidence of a civilization that's been spacefaring for longer than most of us that people would be kind of jumping at the bit to be the first ones on board for that. Why would somebody go through the trouble specifically to destroy still-functioning technology of an ancient race like that? That is, truthfully, my uh, my largest, my biggest question about this. I mean, the object mm. was valuable, <clears throat> but... Nothing that people should be suicidal over it. That was that was certainly interesting. They had a. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong for the other people that were there, but it seemed like they had almost a fanatical drive to just make sure that thing was destroyed. I was in. I was in close proximity when he actually destroyed it. And he bypassed me, who was standing right in front of him, just to destroy it. Hmm. That is strange. It's it's disturbing. Well, I mean, Denner sticks up. If that's the objective mission, that's what you go for, regardless of your own safety. Well, that's true, but I can't Arguably. think of anything about this object that would be important enough that anybody would go to on a on a suicide mission for it. He'll he'll glance over. It's like, cat, you're. I, I see your brain. Your your, your they... gears are turned. Is I haven't killed a lot of people, but is it common for them to kind of have a prismatic rainbowy spray when they die? Oh what no! Achilles kind of goes, no, that's not usual at all. They were human, right? Yes, both of them. They. I mean, I know that you know. I mean, <laughs> they didn't turn gray uh, and have black eyes when they died, so they weren't me. I mean, us Prometheans are, you know, inherently superior to humans, but I don't believe any 
any of us have prismatic blood when we're killed either. Was the blood prismatic, or was it like you you know like when there's a rain a fountain and there's a mist and the light hits it right? <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. There was like a rainbow like that. Huh. I don't think blood should diffract, you know, diffract light like that. No, you shouldn't get all the. You shouldn't get the. You wouldn't get the full spectrum of colors through blood. No. No, because. I mean, for that to happen, it would have required blood. It would have required the ambient light sources to be, to have their pris, to be, gone through a prism, of some kind. Well, water can do that. Doesn't, but, but well, I've never heard yes, of blood doing but. But blood inherently, depending on the race, has a specific prismatic quality to it that light already shines. Mm -hmm. Like for most races that I know of, I haven't been off the station much, but their blood is red for, you know, our kind. And then there's, I know there's others that might be blue, but not an entire, not an entire chroma like that. That's, that's odd. Yeah, Tilly speaks of, uh, I've watched the, a friend of mine in station security let me watch the video feed of what went down. And of course the cameras were some distance away, they weren't right up on it. But the blood spilled looked normal at a distance at least. I mean, it could just be, you know, stuff from the various fires, but, I mean... It looked odd. Well, it's well, another anomaly to note down with the other strangeness. Well, we're on that regards, and this is just me as actually having proficiency in medicine. I actually ask: Is there any possible way to acquire any autopsy information from this? Uh, if we have questions about their blood, they'd have to run tests. They'll, I'm sure they'll be doing a full autopsy on the body. <laughs> Don't know that they would have started that yet. Hmm. I could potentially find out. I'm really good with computers and their systems. I live here, so please don't go hacking station security. <laughs> nah, that, that would be something I do to somebody else's house that really deserves it. Oh, and uh, also, Eric, you seem to be cutting it and out for me. That's... My mic likes to be finicky. Okay. I could probably just ask my friend. He might not be able to give me the report, but I'm, I'm betting I could talk to him and let me see it. Hmm. Arthur or... Might be safer than going hacking things. Well, it wouldn't necessarily be hacking things. To get at their autopsy report oh, in an ongoing investigation, yeah, that would probably be hacking. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I appreciate your enthusiasm, young man. I, I really do. But... <laughs> but let's let's dial it back a notch. Gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. The courier was transporting it, and where was he transporting it from? So you said you had the other Spans collection, but did he have any specific route he took? Because these gentlemen were definitely waiting for him. 
Well, if they knew about the object, they'd have known it was coming to me. And they would have... Any research on me would show that I lived here. I'm not quite still so famous that I, that I have to hide my whereabouts. I get the occasional enthusiast come by to, you know, to meet me, but it's not like I'm being hoarded by rabid fans or anything. Hmm. Let's see. He would have taken the Tessarian path. He lived in the soul system. So it was located on Earth. Yes, yes. That's, that is, of course, not where the object was found or anything. But that is where he kept his collection. Or more accurately, in, in a station orbiting Earth. Well, it is entirely possible that he came from one of the colonies. But, uh... I mean, that's where... I'm sorry, could you repeat the uh, the Sinar arc? Is that where you said it was, or...? Uh, the Tesseran path... He followed the ah, Tesseran path there. from Seoul to Tessera. Tessera, however you say it. Which is kind of the capital world. Ah, ah I can say it, yes. And then from there out... You got... The system y'all are in currently is between... If you've got, if, you know, if you've got the map, Ziva and Sirisi. So he ha he had to travel quite a ways, hopping, hopping through systems that had a uh, crucible, because that allows instantaneous travel. And then once he got in the general area, just typical FTL to get to the station. Uh. While that he he wouldn't have been super worried about security, not to the point of being paranoid, but they would have kept it. You know, he'd have gone under an assumed name, or yeah, he'd have gone under an assumed name, and you know, kept an eye out about being followed. But there wasn't really any reason to think. To think anyone would try anything. To my knowledge, I'm the only person that had ever approached the old man about the uh, artifact. Mm -hmm. As y'all are talking, Basil comes in with the food. <clears throat> Starts serving everyone. I'll say, while this is... While this is happening, mm -hmm. like while they've been talking a little bit after, you know, Adrian did his thing, uh, well, he, after he talked, uh, he's going to sort of lean back in the chair, activate his, uh, make, activate his sim, and he'll just dump himself into the matrix. And he'll, he's just gonna, he's just gonna start searching, like, sort of passively for anything mm -hmm. that might look out of place to him for what happened there like if any anyone in particular is trying to find information or is trying to like quiet information as it were like if someone's trying to like push the incident under the rug kind of a thing okay okay i get what you're saying sorry i'm 
Long day at work. <laughs> I was in here fiddling. Trying to remember how to pop the Twitch chat out. Hmm? I know it's somewhere there. Anyway, all right. So you're checking to see if there's any kind of cover-up, essentially. That or, or yeah, see if there's any kind of cover-up, or if like there's something in particular that seems off to him about, like if like if someone's trying to paying a bit too much attention to it, as it were. Mm. Well, it's all over the news feeds. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, that, that's it, normal. It's the big news story yeah. on the station. Yeah. And he's kind of like writing that off because that's normal for the media sharks. Uh, what he's mainly looking for is like if someone's like using that huge media coverage kind of as like a blank, a uh, kind of camouflage to try to like manipulate the data and like, ch like maybe try to change footage or delete anything. Okay. See if the tabloids somehow have more information than the public news. Oh, well, the tabloid feeds have got all kinds of extra information. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really have all any extra footage. photos or extra video to back anything up. We go to up. the hot yeah. sheets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not quite what he's looking for with the tabloids, but yeah. Uh, he's mainly looking for, like, other hackers that might be getting into the system to try to change what happened to try to cover up. Because people don't send to, like, suicide assassins for no reason. Uh, you don't really see where anybody's manipulating the data. You know, as far as the actual here's what happened, everybody's accounts are pretty closely matching up. You have the mm -hmm. typical variants that you're going to have anytime a large group of people see something. Yeah. You know, individual accounts vary. The whole he said, she said, my friend of a friend saw this happening mm -hmm. to X person's mother, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And while so it's also... And uh, just wanted to point this out. Well, we'll probably learn about this as the investigation goes on. We're probably going to find out just what ship these two came on. Mm -hmm. Because, as you said, suicide assassins don't just appear. Nope, they have to come from somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, I was actually out of my head, sir. Because, <laughs> like, the next thing is once he... No, stay. Stay over there. <laughs> The, the next thing he was going to do once he found that things seemed kind of normal there is he was going to just sort of, you know, take a look at the camera footage of what happened because, you know, there'll be people that have cameras looking every, every which way. Mm -hmm. Unlike public, whatever. It's not going to hack the station yet. But um, but the bits and pieces of footage that have made it. Yeah. Basically. He, he's going to see if he can try to isolate the path of, like, where their shuttle came from, what ship they came from, what path they took to get here, that kind of a thing. You're not going to be able to do that without hacking the station because they have not released any of the CCTV mm -hmm. to, uh, to the public. The footage that you know the tabloids and the news guys and all of them are using are where individual people are filming you know, with their tablets yeah. or what have you. And that's what he's looking through, just to see, like, if there's any, like, names, like, that he could see on, like, a particular ship out the window or whatever that they might have come from, based on what uh, docking port they came from. Outside the kind windows, of a thing. you really just see the shuttles that were carting people back and forth. Uh, okay. 
because nobody really started filming prior to somebody screaming, he's got a gun, and, and shots firing off. Yeah. Chat uh, did look at that one guy's ID, so she would have gotten his name. She could hand that over, like, as far as the name. That's true. That's true. That's right. You were... Uh, what's it, what, How did you put it? Speedly looting the body? I was <laughs> just rifling through the pockets, then putting everything back, so... Uh, wasn't wasn't tied into like taking IDs and money. She was looting information, not actual. Yeah. Looting. If she feeds him that information, he'll start searching for that too. While dinner is probably being served. Uh, you managed or to come slightly up slightly getting name cold on the manifest. <laughs> uh huh. Basically, they docked on the opposite side of the station. Mm -hmm. In like a private dock, it's a small, <clears throat> it's technically listed as a small freighter. Mm -hmm. uh, reading between the lines, this is probably some sort of luxury yacht, essentially. Yeah. Came on. Okay. And when everything went down, these guys were dressed very nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, a quick check... Shows you that the dock they're on is currently locked down. Mm hmm Which would imply to you that the police have, have, you know, tracked that down as well and likely have it roped off as a crime scene as well. Okay. Okay, so once he gets as much information he can out of that, he will pull himself out of the Matrix, come to and is like, Oh, dinner got here while I was busy. Okay. Oh yes, please, please. Achilles, like you know, please eat up. Basil, is there a cook. is there a decent sized screen in here that I can use real quick? Oh, certainly. Like a a, a view screen. Oh, certainly. He rubs his hand on the table, and a square appears. You know where it did look like wood grain. It now looks like a touch screen. He hits a few buttons. Mm-hmm. And where he had a large map on the wall, the map disappears and you realize it's a screen. Okay. He'll just kind of glance at it as um, one of his eyes sort of like briefly flickers silver. And the screen will just suddenly shift and appear with all the information he just gleaned from his sim dive. And then he's just going to start eating. <laughs> you know, Achilles looks at it. That's very interesting. Hmm. I'm good with data. Yeah, that's, that's very good. Hopefully Stacey's security will be able to uh, find something on their ship. Hopefully. They seem to have reached the same conclusion I did. Well, that'd be the first logical place to look. It would. I mean, we can't, of course, discount that that entire freighter slash luxury yacht whatever it wants to be classified as might just be a front for wherever they came from or if it's not then they're just sacrificial lambs for a greater power which is disturbing I, uh, I'm still baffled that a greater that a greater power would be the least bit interested in this I see it happen all the time people see what they want and they take it regardless of who stands in their way well, you know, a theft, I, I, might under, I might be able to understand. You know, just given its mm -hmm. age, 
it had some value, monetary value to it, but true. But this sort of crazy cult esque stuff. Well, but what if whoever sent them is somebody who is also mm-hmm. amassing these kinds of artifacts, and they want to be the only ones that have them? That's possible. But like I said, as, as far as I know, and as far as the fellow if I brought, bought it from, to, Bay Barton Patrick. If they were trying to amass them, their objective would have been trying to actually acquire it, not destroy it. Oh, yes, that's yes. a very important part. However, in this case, they were already exposed, as it were. And this was something This was something that was almost already at its destination. They could have still just grabbed it and run. They, they could have. wanted to ensure it was destroyed. They went out of their way to destroy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and went out of their way to cause violence, as it were. Well, if someone already had a piece of the working technology... Conceivably, they would want. Still, well, this is that this is awful cutthroat for archaeology. I mean, we can be pretty cutthroat, but this is, you know, when you get to literally cutting throats, it's a bit much. One thing that I don't think don't remember if I asked this or not, just out of this out of character, but mm-hmm. just to confirm this, have we confirmed? You said it was a functioning piece of technology. Was there any known idea about what it actually did? And if we had not asked that question, I will ask it in character. It was essentially... We suspect it was essentially a... Uh, a terminal, to a, like a network terminal. Uh, that... Hmm. That so we, does... We did not know... We, did, we weren't expecting to get a whole lot of data off of it, even if we managed to get it working well enough. Like I said, to call it functioning was probably being generous... But it still had power to it, if you know. We could still have studied the power source and what have you. That could explain a lot in its own right. Information is dangerous depending on who has it. That's and possible. considering the fact the last time we got spacefaring technology from a race we don't have any contact with, everything exploded in travel communications and all sciences. And if it was, in fact, and if it was a terminal, like you said, the big question is, a terminal to what, and who does, in fact, have this? If someone else has the actual primary source, someone else having access to it would be a significant effort to try to destroy it. Well, to the best of my information, the base it was dug out of was largely destroyed. I mean, it's not impossible that somebody had looted, you know, a, a bigger piece of the system or the mainframe, if you will. You know, it's not impossible, but but the base itself was in pretty rough shape. It was really kind of a small miracle that this thing was even functioning as well as it was. Uh, and while we're on said subject... You said you found this during your studies. Where exactly did you find this? Uh, I did not find this artifact. I found evidence of this race, which put me on trying to track down other outposts of theirs. And then I found out, you know, that this other collector had, uh, had found a piece that all the markings and so forth match up. 
And he'll rattle off whatever world it was. It's not terribly important. In the end, a lot of this is idle speculation. You did bring us here for a potential job, yes? Yes. And then we started talking about rainbow blood and, you know, getting into the conspiracy theories on why this would why this would have happened at all. But yes. I have a line on potentially another functioning artifact. The problem is the world the world its own is populated by an intelligent species, but very primitive. Uh, they're not especially friendly. Uh, the ones in the, the area around this, this site. They consider the site to be... I don't know if sacred is the right word. They don't, they don't worship anything about the site, but they seem to hold it in great respect and have been less than welcoming when people have uh, arrived to try to study it. And so what you're say saying is you need some muscle to run in, grab your goodies, and bring it back to you. Essentially. Hopefully, or to sneak in and do much the same. I, he would, I was just about to say, hopefully with very little muscle use. You know, I do not I do not want to harm the native people. So yes, sneaking if you could find a way to sneak into this into these uh ruins, we'll say, and find it. The last uh, colleague of mine that was there managed to get inside, and while he did not notice anything, some of his camera footage picked up flickering lights from further down a corridor that he did not explore, that he did not have an opportunity to explore. He had thought that once he got inside that the natives wouldn't follow him. He was mistaken. Hmm. He did manage to get back to his ship alive, so there's at least that. Do you still have access to the information he gathered, like the layout of the area, just so we can maybe try and get in? Oh yes, yes. He, I have his. Uh, uh, I don't guess it'd be satellite, but the images he took from space of the area. But you know, before he landed, the the maps of the surrounding forest or jungle, truthfully. Yes, yeah, so I I can show you where their main settlements are. Uh, now things like their hunting routes and hunting paths. Yeah. But I believe we have a we have a we've picked out a landing location that should be far enough away that they won't notice your approach. Assuming you come in over the horizon and stay low getting there. You know, I would expect you to defend yourself if attacked, of course. But I, as I said, I would not want you to be, you know, I w don't want you to do any harm to the natives if you can help it. Don't go out of our way looking for a fight, basically. Yes, yes. And as much as possible, use a minimum force if they pick one. You know, as I've said, defend yourself by all means. But... Uh, 
But since they don't actually worship this site and it and the site belongs to another species, I don't have too much compunction about sneaking in and, and taking an object or two from the site. Well, I have nothing planned in the near future. Seems as good a job as any. And I'm also looking a little bit thin ourselves. And, and Sorry, Eric. Okay. Again, I must admit, this promise of new technology, it's, it's definitely a uh, compelling thought. Well, actually, it's very old technology. <laughs> new but, to us. But hopefully we would find something... Uh, something new. Oh, this we actually do have an agreement, uh, Eric. What actually is your character's name? You all know him as Arden, because that's what oh, he introduced himself as. Yeah, you're Adrian, but, but you're actually Arden. Got it. His, his actual name is Adrian. He introduced himself as Arden. Arden actually have an agreement on this, because he really did a study even like the... That's why I was very keen to actually mention, just to be able to see the technology itself. Being able to study it would actually be something very interesting to me. If you manage to get a hold of it, I will be more than happy to work as a study partner, as it were, to try to work out the kinks for that. Perhaps based on our two potentially different backgrounds on technology, we might be able to come up with something that somebody else hasn't. Possibly. Achilles just sitting there sipping his wine, looking looking pleased as punch. Hmm. I'm glad you're so enthusiastic. I was afraid it might be a harder sell. You mentioned us potentially getting a hold of technology from an ancient civilization that no one has ever heard of before. <clears throat> I'm also. I'm a pretty easy sell in that regard. When I don't get your hopes up too much, as I said, the only other functioning piece I've ever seen was barely functioning. But I will get to study their technology functioning or not. That is true. That is true. And, uh... That certainly, certainly seemed to rope you two in with your <laughs> interests. He looks over at Francis and Jade. Um... Not that I'm prying into your personal business... But there was a little incident on the planet you were previously on. We have no idea what you're talking about. Of course not. Had If you knew what I was talking about, though, you might want a chance to lay low. You're earn, probably you know, wanted for murder. You know, uh, earn, a little, earn a little money. I can't offer... A whole lot in the way of compensation. But I can provide you with use of a ship. And if this first job goes well, I would like to keep you on retainer, essentially. Uh, part of the deal would be I would leave you the use of the ship. That when I don't have jobs for you, you can take whatever side jobs you want. Try to keep them within the realm of the legal. I, I would not want my ship impounded. <laughs> uh, but that would give you a mobile base of operation. Any of you that are trying to avoid attention or 
pursuit, perhaps. It would be much easier to do being mobile, like mobile. And certainly, in each individual mission I send you on, I would be paying you as well, but. So we are essentially a retrieval team on retainer that is free to take a mercenary work as we see fit between jobs. Correct. Is what you're or, saying. or visit family or whatever you want. Independent security contractors, that's the word you're looking for. That word would work just fine. Either or. Now, I do have to ask, are any of you pilots? Uh... I can keep a ship, a ship going well enough, but I can't pilot the damn thing. Danru looks at... He goes, yes. If it goes through space, I can pilot it. Do you actually have the proficiency? I believe so. Let me crack my character open. Uh, will that be the astrophysics? Or is that really a piloting role? No, that's just navigation. Okay. That's plotting the course. The actual pi yeah. physically piloting it requires a kind of like in D&D &D where you can be proficient with thieves tools or proficient with ah uh, I gotcha. you proficient you can be proficient with vehicles in this yeah proficient with space vehicles okay, actually so you are indeed a pilot yes how's your dicks i want to double uh 12 the engineer might actually have that okay well he tells you you know i had a pilot lined up if you need him or if one of you is a pilot you know if uh, Dan Rue, you know, if you're a skilled pilot, then then that would be. Since fine. I realize I have just about every single intelligence-based skill in the game <laughs> as a proficiency, almost. Plus some others. Okay, I actually went with a hacking rig instead, which well, I makes think proficiency would probably come through your backgrounds. Yeah. Because, Taylor, you had the spacer one, didn't you? Yay for two yeah, hackers. Super transporter. <laughs> <laughs> probably go about it in much different ways, but yeah, we're both hackers, so that'll be You're something. probably more the software. I'd probably be more the hardware side of things. Kind of. Yeah, and you have probably <laughs> crossover. Yeah. yeah. I think pilot was actually just an entire background. Yeah, pilot is an entire background. <laughs> Ah. I do remember that. As he's talking about the ship, he pulls up the uh, schematics for it. Ew. Roomy. This roomy. Well, he, he does warn you that with as many of you as ah. there are, there are not actually enough beds for everyone. Yeah, I, I can set up a cot somewhere. <laughs> That's all right. Francis is used to sleeping on the floor. I actually know exactly where you got this stomatic from. Dander just reaches into his backpack, pulls out his sleeping bag. And that's I mean, a good segue there, Patrick. We'll take just a moment to hop the guys that do these. Uh, <laughs> this map came from ZeroHour.com, which is Zero-HR.com. While they are not a sponsor or anything like that, when I asked them for permission to use their maps in the game, they thought that was a wonderful idea and just want me to drop their, uh, you know, drop their name. Heck yeah. So you can get, like, I just buy the images because, you know, I'm using them for Starfinder and 
Esper Genesis and all that. You can also order them as two-sided posters. You know, and they're scaled for miniatures. Like the... Nice. The uh, Clydesdale that we're using for y'all's ship. You know, the side we're using is the civilian model, basically. And the other side, you have a military gunship model. If you order the posters on the site, I believe they also come with a miniature of the ship. Hang on just one second. I've got one on a shelf over here. Hey. <clears throat> so, you know, I have a lot of their maps. Uh, digitally, anyway. I don't know if y'all can see that. Nice. It's a fairly, they've got a fairly nice little line of miniatures if you're in the market for some ships. So I'm sitting here trying to go now with Adrian's proficiencies. Where would he go on this thing? <laughs> Wonder what his job would be. But, uh, he basically tells you it would sleep five comfortably, assuming two of them don't mind sharing a bed. Mm -hmm. Though he's making no assumptions about anybody being couples. There is also a holding cell that has a bed. Which would be, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. So if somebody used the holding cell and somebody was willing to share the larger bed, you, there, you could actually bed everybody down. Otherwise, you know, he'll, he can easily throw in an air mattress or a, a hammock to hang up somewhere. Well, if it comes down to it, I'm used to living in small spaces. I can bunk up anywhere, really. Well, you also have all the all the cargo bay area. Yeah. Because you, know, you, you won't be... You'll have your equipment, but you won't be just burning with cargo. Mm-hmm. But uh, for any of you that watched his show growing up, you actually recognize this ship. <clears throat> it was not the ship that he used in the earlier seasons. It wasn't the original ship that's the most well-known. But in the last few seasons... He used this ship named the Roustabout. And that's the ship he's offering you. The Roustabout. Oh my god, this is so cool! <laughs> and Friends is just holding his head. You know. And he tells you, you know, I assure you... Well, it, the ship has a little age on it now. It's being updated and modernized. It should service you just fine. Mm-hmm. Well, that works just fine for me, honestly. A ship's a ship's a ship. Hmm. Well, if y'all on board, that, that, that was truthfully a much easier sale than I thought. <laughs> and, you know, you spend some time discussing the money. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to that later once I because I just realized I haven't really looked at the money money section in the book close enough to know what a reasonable price would be for what he's asking me to do. But whatever he's whatever he's offering is a it's a reasonable price when you throw in that he's giving you the use of the ship. Ten million cubits. <laughs> no, probably not. One billion cubits. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your price is going up. I don't know how money works. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I'll alter the agreement. <laughs> we have a price agreed upon. Pay it. There's a reference to Critical Role for anybody. <laughs> you know, I keep meaning to check them out. I never do. Oh, it's so much fun. You totally should. I keep hearing good things about it, but I know I'm just going to watch it being jealous. Wow. <laughs> I really, I, now I really know how much I suck. Huh. <laughs> it's how Everybody has so their own style. And it's ran and played by a bunch of professional voice actors. Also true. It, it, yeah. There's really no point in... That would be like me going and playing basketball and then comparing myself to the pros. Yeah. <laughs> Which would also be very embarrassing. All right. So Honestly, I'm, I'm mostly, I mostly watch them on tips of just how to be a good player, <laughs> mainly <laughs> for me. All right. So you finish eating your dinner. Basil brings in the desserts. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else that Kelly would need to tell you? You know, mission critical information he'll have loaded on the ship already. You know, on the ship's computer already, as far as the actual maps and. Hmm. The, like the videos that his buddy took. Yes, yes. Okay. And essentially, what it is, it's you know a higher tech version of like a like a GoPro. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you know, it was something the guy had strapped to his little you know. Literally a GoPro. <laughs> well, you know, much higher definition. Yada yada yada. That company has gone far. <laughs> You, you should see some of the stuff in the uh, I don't know if you ever played Battletech you know but it's set thousands and thousands of years in the future and you start digging through the background information and yeah I think oh which car there was one of the car companies was still around Boeing was still mm -hmm. around yeah yeah, G, yeah GM made like mech engines I remember yeah, that yeah, much yeah uh, it's I love Battletech so much it's got an interesting history if you if you're just reading the history I can't get into trying to RP in the setting, though. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Good, good freaking luck with that. Jeez. Yeah, just, mm. yeah it's, it, it's largely, you're in a mech. What else you got to do? You are well, piloting you a robot. You get into the political intrigue and stuff, but it just never grabbed me. Now, blowing stuff up in the, in the big stompy mechs, that I could get into. I mean, you could, like, you could, like, swing a stick and you can hit political intrigue in that universe, jeez. <laughs> but it's going to suck for you if you're a normal person. Like I said, read, yeah. reading the book or something where you're dealing with the main character, you know, the the big wigs, it's kind of neat, but playing Joe Schmo in that universe, eh. Mm-hmm. But we're digressing. Anyway. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're nerds, we know it. Mm. <clears throat> so anyway, you finish up the meal, you know, you, you haggle a little bit on the price. You get that sorted out pretty well. Uh... He's got his old pilot re doing flight checks on the ship. Uh, and he still orders you you can take you can take his his old pilot along with you if you think you'll need him. But he really just contacted that guy in case you didn't have a in case none of you were, were trained as pilots. You know, his 
if you hadn't had a, a chance to do any kind of in-depth background checks on you. You know, just enough to make sure that you're not psychopaths or something. Uh, out of character, having just a extra pilot, if the party's away from the ship, having mm -hmm. someone they can fly it to us, if need be, is just good to have. Yeah, be being able to run while yelling, start the plane, and yeah. someone actually being on the plane to start it, is good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Okay, so you're going to take the pilot with you? Yeah. Okay. Well, now they're definitely aren't enough beds. Cat has a, I think an air mattress or something that came with her kit. Okay. It's not actually that whole... big deal because there's there, there's plenty of actual room on the ship. I was also about to say the holding cell is basically right next to the flight deck, so that must that could basically turn into his bunk. He gets his own toilet, man. He's special. <laughs> <laughs> now the see-through door is a little inconvenient, but other than that. Get him a curtain or something. <laughs> I say that it's probably a solid door. Probably. So anyway, you have dinner. You hash out a few more details. Uh, he tells you ships, you know, the ship will be ready to leave in the morning, though he is by no means rushing you. Uh, given that you don't know who these people were that attacked... He wouldn't want you to drag your feet too much. By the same token, the information he's got about this has been, he's had it for a while, so if, you know, if they were going to try to outrace you to this place, they'd have long since been there. Uh, do be careful that you're not followed, though. There's no, there's no reason to think he would be, but there was no reason to think that courier would be attacked either. So before you retire for the evening, is there anything else you'd like to ask Achilles? Well, in our conspiracy theories section, we have a lot of the other questions we I had. So well, he's pretty much told you everything. He, everything, all his theories on what is going on with the. Uh, Attackers, assassins, what do you want to call them? Right I, now we... Sorry. I say I know my character wasn't near when the guy said it, but I can't remember who was near him when the one guy that died said, Little Embers thinking they can burn me. Um, I don't remember oh, who whose character they? was near it. Let's I think that was the first guy that got shot. Francis and yeah, Jade was... were down here. It would either have been Adrian or uh, Danru. They were the ones Danru. on your side. I know it wasn't me because I was on the other side of those trees. Had you run up to that place? Danru. It was, it was Danru. Because he's, he's the melee combat guy. Yeah, it would have been him. But I'd, my character didn't hear, so I can't ask him anything about it. So I'm just bringing it up as a... I mean, I guess just for the sake of everyone's throwing conspiracy theories out anyway, Danra would make mention of it. Hmm. As that's basically the only thing he said. Hmm. Achilles pulls up that little touchpad section on his table. And he types in the quote. He goes, you know, 
I'll run some searches and see if that phrasing means anything, but it's nothing I've ever heard before. Hmm. I just keep way too thorough notes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, someone else. Well, someone else. People that can do that. Someone in there needs to. And I know I've seen your handwriting. Now I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So if there's not anything else you need to do on the station, or on the station with Achilles, uh, he'll wish you a good night. Basil will show you out. Uh, he wishes you well on your journey, and is thankful. For, is thankful that for once he is not being drugged along on that ship. Because it was fun when I was a younger man. I am too old and used to the station life. Now. Hmm. I'm old enough to work and I have minions to do it for me. Hmm. Well, this is Basil the butler talking. And some of you might remember having seen Basil on camera a time or two. Hmm. Uh, you know, he did not make, he was not any regular member of the show, but, but you know, somebody had to do the cooking and cleaning and own the ship. Yeah. Arrow shot into a message for you, sir. <clears throat> All right, so you know, before you left, he gave you the the birth the birth number for where the roustabout is. Dot. Uh, it's nowhere near where the luxury yacht thing was, so no worries there. As you go by the next morning. Uh, when you get there, the port cargo hold is open. And from inside, you hear a man singing. As you walk up the gangplank, you see that he is singing into a wrench. Uh, he's got earbuds in his ears, so clearly he's hearing singing along with music that you can't hear. And you're guessing the original singer was probably a teenage girl? Which makes the lyrics seem a little odd coming out of this, you know, 50-year-old guy's mouth. But, uh, but he's having a good time. I'll have one of my drones go over to him and tap him on the shoulder. He gives a little start and kind of cuts off. Oh, hey! He pulls the earbuds out. <clears throat> You must be the fellas uh, Achilles loaning the ship to. That would be us. He walks over, takes your hand. Jim Riley. I imagine we all say that at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he walks over, starts shaking hands. Jim Riley, very pleased to meet you. Uh, I was Mr. Achilles' pilot, or Achilles' pilot, for years. And again, any of you that watch the show regularly, you have seen this guy before. Unlike Achilles, where where Achilles looks, he looks like an older version of himself. You know, he looks like he used to look, just aged. Uh, Riley's lost a little hair and gained a little weight. He's not 
he's not like terribly, terribly out of shape, but he's got the middle age spread. You know, he's clearly enjoyed him a few beers since he's going into semi-retirement. Well, welcome to the roustabout. She's a good little ship. Uh, I think she'll get us where we're going and back without too much trouble. Stocked on all supplies and stuff. We don't need to, like, run back to the Quickie Mart and grab some rations. Or Nope, we're all stocked up. Uh, now, if you got a particular taste in booze or sweets or something, you know, you have to handle that yourself. But as far as the basics, we're ready to go. We've got potable water. <clears throat> He's like, now I don't know what the sleeping arrangements will be. There are a lot of us. There are several. There's, we've got just about enough beds, I think. And there's a couple of air mattresses in storage, so. Well, while we're talking about that, I'll call dibs on the place other words next to the medical station shop. Uh, does anyone else proficient in medicine? This is me out of character talking. Uh, no. Yes. In medicine? Nah. You do not want me trying to patch any wounds. I'm gonna... Glad I, get, glad I took that one, then. Right, so basically, Patrick, you're claiming this one here? Sure. Because it's close to the medical bay? Uh, that or the workshop, just because I'm the engineer. Either or. Man, my character is proficient in mechanics. So. <clears throat> and once we get underway, uh, we will have to pick out what everybody's roles on the ship will be. Insofar as, like, ship combat or something, like, you know. I figure Ben, uh, uh, Ben. I figure Jim will be co-pilot as not to show up, you know, any of the PCs. Because you'll need a pilot. You can have a pilot, two gunners, and somebody doing the engineering technician type stuff. I'd say, given that, given our class and our uh, combat styles, Jade and Francis are probably the uh, gunners. Uh, quite possibly. I know there's, I know there's a feat specifically for that too, but. Uh, there's probably a feat that helps. I think most anybody. Yeah. I think most anybody can man the guns and so forth. So like, I, there's not really I a think, piloting skill. Yeah. It's all dex-based as long as you've got the proficiency. I, say, I think you might want Adrian to be your navigator, potentially. That would be intelligence-based. Yeah, he has a 16 intelligence and is trained in just about all the intelligence-based skills. I dub thee the science officer. Yeah. Actually, I think You're the, the only Spock. Patrick's the the Scotty. I, I, I think I think the only two that he's I think the only two he's not trained in are investigation and xenobiology. He is trained in the others. 
Does anybody have xenobiology? I mean, I inherently have a plus three to the check, but he's not trained in it. <laughs> I'm not trained in xenobiology, no. Well, I don't know where this thing's heart is, but usually the heart is in this general area. Yeah. And usually it, it, it beats, so let's look for that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we just need to find a bioscanner to figure out where the... Uh, aim there. Apparently he's got four of them. Oh, wait, those are stomachs. <clears throat> not everybody keeps their internals in the same spot. Yeah, apparently, apparently he has four of them. Oh, because he's a Krogan. Got it. <laughs> now we just need to overload the redundant nervous system. And... <laughs> so the Krogans are basically uglier Klingons. Okay. <laughs> but, uh... So yeah, I guess uh, I guess Adrian will take this one. Okay. Which one? That one. Ah. Right here. By the workshop. See, so honestly, if, if Kat decides to share a room, he'll sleep on the couch. She's got an air mattress. She's just going to pretty much find a corridor or part of the cargo bay and just kind of claim it up. That works too. This corner, this corner is mine. It's like the top of a bookshelf. You just see her. See, I was picturing her with like a big box pushed into a corner. Yeah, it has Fort Kick-Ass on it. <clears throat> Your authority is not author, is not recognized. Pretty much. Yeah, I can see this happening. Alright, so anyway, you take off. Yeah, either the uh, next day or the day after, whenever y'all are ready. I was about to ask, because we have lots of theories. Do we get any additional evidence about the individuals? Do you leave that next morning, or do you wait a day or two? Uh, if it's going to come, let's wait a day. Well, out of you character, always... in character, you don't know if it's coming or not. Yeah. You could always just go down to the security office and ask. And be like, hey, we were the guys with the gun shootout. What's going or, on? With... Or we could actually say we're representatives of a kill of him and this basically say we're just checking for further updates or that uh the guy at the desk is like mm, it's an ongoing investigation Damn. i can't tell you too much but uh gotta be like come on <clears throat> we got shot at that's true and you you probably did we know for sure you saved that one guy which by the way through the night you each get a message from the courier thanking you you know, for hauling his bacon out of the fire. He didn't know what he was carrying or why they were after him, but but he's pretty sure he was dead if y'all hadn't shown up. But yeah, y'all... Yeah. Somebody give me an appropriate... Oh, social skill roll. Uh, <laughs> social skills, kind of. Persuasion. That's I I'll say that's the thing you don't want Adrian to do because his charisma is an eight. I got a plus four to persuasion. I'll do that. Okay. He's the kind of person that is. Oh lord. <laughs> that is much more. Uh, it's just like, come on, man. We we just want to know. We're just we put our butts on the line here. We're just wanting to know what's, you know, right. why we were putting our butts on the line. Yeah, he rolled pretty good, but you did be. All right, all right, all right. 
I can't tell you know, can't tell you too much, but uh So we tracked the guy down to the yacht they arrived or the guys down to the yacht they arrived on. All that checks out. You know, their name, their ID, you know, fingerprints, genetics, all that check out. It's their ship. Uh, the ship was reported missing Oh, about two months back. And, uh, there was still a search ongoing for, you know, ships were still, uh, instructed, in that area were instructed to be on lookout for it. <clears throat> Though it looks like they were just joyriding or something, I don't know. Uh, both these guys were fairly well off. We got no clue what would have had them come and do something like this. It was I mean, stolen it, from like what area or <clears throat> Oh, or one, one of the one of the kind of things. one of the uh one of the bigger human colonies over fairly close to Seoul. You know, not in the main system, but one of the one of those kind of local planets that they colonize. But best we can tell it's just two rich guys. You know, cruise around their yacht. What, what would make them go all suicide? You know, not bomber, but uh. You know, they what still would, have to. What was them on a suicide mission? Uh, you know, there's a limit. They to still have the box, correct? Yes, yes, they still have the box. She'll ask, does it mean, is there a chance we could just get a peek at the box? I mean, all of us are taking bets on what's in there. We're just, you know, wondering if it's, you He's know. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I don't have access to there. It ain't. Uh, you're nice and all. It ain't worth my job. It was worth a shot, man. I just uh, I'll say it's, had to ask. If, if Agent was with her, he'll probably like, well, I am pretty well versed in technology. I might be able to find out something and I, I could share Maybe something that uh, you haven't found yet. Well, we've got our own experts looking at it. Fair enough. Yeah. But uh, now, from the report, it's it was some kind of electronic gizmo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been you know. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Now, scrapped basically. This object was bought by Achilles, correct? Achille, yes. It's the Italian person. Sorry, Achille. No, no, it's on the Wait, I thought... I thought it would be a... Sh you know, never mind. Anyway, he bought it. It's his. He's not allowed to look at it, even if it's an active... Just because it's an active investigation, he's not allowed to look at his own property? Not well, until we're done examining it. it. Okay. Once they're done examining it, they'll give it back to... You know, they'll give what's left of it back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Then we can just examine let, it. Yeah, just let him tell us what he gets from it once he gets it back. Yeah, he's like it shouldn't be. You know, it may be a week or two because there was some stuff I'm we sure had to will. send off, and you know, it's, it's a whole rigmarole. So it's, if you wouldn't mind, and it's nothing, uh, nothing bad. It's like just maybe for my own peace of mind. Would you mind asking to see if I could take a look at it? If he says no. I understand. I won't ask again. Cat looks over with a disbelief look. 
Give me a persuasion roll there, Adrian. <laughs> this is gonna end up poorly. Cause I have a negative one to that. Uh... Oh, could be worse. Well, no, an eighteen. Yeah, bad. definitely could be worse. All right. Unfortunately, he got a twenty. That's fine. So he he just looks at you and goes now. But uh, you know, you didn't miss by much. He doesn't react poorly to the suggestion. He's just like, no, nah, I can't do that. No, that's fine. <laughs> or rather, you know, I know they say no. I ain't bothered my boss about it. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I just figured I'd offer what help I could, was all. Hmm. And he has, you know, he's like, I understand you'd be curious about it. I mean, it's got to be an unusual thing just to walk into a station and ride into a firefight. Yeah, I was... I wasn't expecting that, certainly. And I promise you, we don't have that sort of thing around here very often. Well, that's good. That's the reason why I stepped in, is there are civilians in the line of fire. Mm -hmm. And but security I'll... has been very appreciative of, of of your quick actions. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're sure they'll say no, I'll, I won't bother you. Yeah, it's regulation. They're, they're... Yeah, I, I get that. He kind of looks right up. And the captain's kind of a hard ass, so, you know. <laughs> oh, trust me, I've seen quite a few of those. I understand perfectly. <laughs> Alright, well, you have a good one, then. He wishes you well. And Adrian will just... He'll turn and start leaving, he'll look at Cat like, I can't believe that almost worked. Oh my god, I didn't get arrested. <laughs> just that look no on his face as he leaves. More surprised than me. <laughs> Hey, I didn't get arrested. He looks over at the wanted poster with his face on it. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Uh. <laughs> what you make me? It's a sneeze. It yeah, he'll, he'll just had... it sounded like a duck. Yeah. It sounded like a duck being abused. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you choking the chicken over there? <laughs> No, That's really that. it. I just imagine somebody grabbing the duck by his neck and it making that noise. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like <laughs> it's spring and it's Georgia, so there's pollen, pollen everywhere. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yes. The love making of the trees, bringing humans to tears. <laughs> Every year, without fail. Uh, yeah. Uh, Adrian just—he'll just head to the ship after that. He has all this stuff. Okay. Quick OOC question. Quick what? Quick OOC question. How are we get handling ammunition? Would she like need to stock up on ammo before? Hmm, that is a good question. I mean, I've been keeping track on my sheet just in case that matters. For this first mission, we will just assume that there's enough on the ship to do y'all. Okay. And then when I sit down and actually do up, the, do up the full stats for the ship, I'll list how much is specifically in there, and then once that's depleted, I'll have to buy more. Yeah. Alrighty. Fair enough. All right. And Adrian doesn't have to rely on his ammo. I just figured he's kind of keeping it down low on what he can actually do. Because his powers are a little bit distinctive. 
<laughs> yeah, I have a gun. I don't really need one. But it would look weird if you weren't armed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got two knives and a pistol, and he prefers to use those over his Esper powers. Alright, so you load up on the roustabout. Uh, OGM seems to be excited to take off. Mm. You know, he's just... Over the next, the course of the next couple of days as you're traveling, you learn everything you could possibly want to know about GM. <laughs> Things you didn't want to know about GM. Some of them you learn, you, are, you hear multiple times. Jim's yeah. a talker. Jim is quiet. That's fine. He makes up for Adrian just being very quiet and not wanting to really talk to people much. <laughs> Unless he has to. But, uh, and basically, he worked for Achilles for years. He retired. Him and the wife started traveling. You know, he lost her in an accident a year or two ago and, you know, really been kind of bored since. Mm. So he's really looking forward to kind of getting back out there. Yeah, I figure during this time, Adrian has probably taken this station. Okay. The common sensors. I figure that's more of like the astrophysics and whatnot. Yeah, then he's probably sitting in either the pilot or co-pilot's chair. Because yeah. I figure day-to-day -day, day -day travel, uh, him and Danru are probably swapping out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he just keeps the cockpit door open. He's just talking nonstop. You know, <clears throat> you get up and go hit the can, and he's talking when you leave, and he's still talking when you come back. Never realized you were gone. He, he he's gotten good at uh, at putting in the uh huh when he needs to, <laughs> just to. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Oh really? Mm -hmm. You don't say. And just for the record, I'll be using space lanes, which is a uh, part of the shipper transporter. Mm -hmm. Where I'm kind of using uh description of the feature is there's two star maps for every sector of space. The one used by standard travel jockeys and the other one that you use. <laughs> you taking the shortcuts. Yeah, it's the quickest backways and the cheaper docks and all that stuff. Okay. <clears throat> and if it works, it works. Well you travel for a couple of days to the closest system with a crucible. Mm -hmm. You know, from there you make a cut. You make a jump to the uh, closest system to your destination that has a crucible. Now, the planet you're heading for does not have a name. You know, it's been scouted. The archaeologists have been there a time or two, but the initial scouting report was basically it was a nothing special planet. You know, it had decent natural resources. It had plenty of life. <clears throat> there really wasn't anything to draw anyone's attention to it. And it had a native population, so they, everybody's just kind of, you know, hands off of it. Uh, also, after we hit the Crucible, uh, what ship's dock where is public knowledge, correct? Or is it just kind of... Well, like, if you dock at a Crucible and refuel... Is there anything that acknowledges, yes, you landed at this dock? Probably, yes. Would it be accessible? 
you could make inquiries, they would probably want to know why you're wanting that information. There's probably not right, just a publicly known manifest of all that, though. Alright. Denver's going to look at their tech people. Is there any way to keep a track of that? Because if we're afraid someone is going to follow us, they will follow our path. And if we can get a list of ships that land here, a list of ships that land at the second a second destination, and crisscross them, any that match up could be following us. Now, you don't have to refuel. When you leap in, you're within like 500 miles, I think, of a crucible. Can you just turn around and fly away? You know, you should have enough fuel to get you out there. Well, unless you do a bunch of extra traveling, you've got plenty of fuel to get you out there and back. I say we took a bunch of shortcuts anyway, so yeah. All right. So you know, and a, a, group, have a, a junk the group believes it to be safe enough. But once yeah. we get to a quarter of a tank, we'll start looking for gas station. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was not the concern. The concern is, yeah. someone said you might get followed. I went. I want to know if I'm getting followed. Yeah, that, that's that's one of the things why Adrian is staying on comms and sensors mm-hmm. is he's linking up that with um, these with the sim matrix, and he's keeping an eye on things. It's it's relatively difficult to sneak for a ship, to, one ship to sneak up on another ship. Mm-hmm. Not impossible, you know. You can always mask your drive signature, and you know, there's some combat maneuver kind of stuff you can do. But... Yeah. Uh, he's keeping an eye on all that stuff. Okay. All right, so you jump into the cru- you jump out to the crucible. Do you dock at the crucible or just keep going? If we don't need supplies or fuel, we may as well just keep going. I mean, yeah. we're good on both. Yeah, this is not a. There's a lot of distance covered, but because you used the cruise, you know, you jumped using the crucible. You haven't used a ton of fuel or anything, mm-hmm. so you head out, and it's it's several days' journey. Uh, like I said, planet doesn't have a name, just a designation. So about five days later, uh, you arrive at at your destination. Uh, the planet's the planet's designation is. CDL-113. Well, it's nothing. Sorry. I'm sorry, what designation? CDL-113. Did you really need to make that reference? I didn't say why not. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I really just wanted to see if you reacted to it or not. Well, I did. Congratulations. I am pleased. It could have been a 117, so... Now, CDL 113 is the, uh... Basically, the screen name Danny uses on one of our other podcasts. Ah. And I think his... DeviantArt account, maybe? Anyway. You're in orbit around the planet. You know, it's a pretty little planet. It's... About 65% water. Uh, it has large... The, the two main continents have very large deserts kind of in the center. 
but kind of lush jungles around the outside, you know, mm. closer to the oceans where the moisture gets to. You bring up the uh, aerial maps and charts and whatnot. You know, mm. you see where the main villages are. You see where the ruins are. Uh, like Achilles said, he had a landing spot picked out. Now, he did stress to you, you know, it's your mission. Go about it how you, how you want. But the the landing spot he picked out, he thought ha- had the best chance of of you landing and not being discovered. You know, it's kind of like you got the main village over here, the site you're going to, and then the landing thing is kind of over here. Mm-hmm. Let's say since we're in orbit, uh, what Adrian's going to do, he's going to be running like active scans of the ruins and like the nearby areas to sort of cross-referencing it with the maps we have okay. and updating it based on what new information he finds. Okay. If I need a roll for anything. Mm, what would that be? Maybe under computers? Who knows? Might be, or it might even be investigation. Go ahead, give me an investigation roll. Investigation? Okay. Is it 12? Well, that's, uh, that's not exactly great. It's better than average, kind of. Kind of, kind of. Let's see here. That's all talking about combat in ships. Not what skill you would use. Ah, well. We'll stick with the investigation for now. I may change my mind the next time y'all do it. It is what it is. Alright, so you got it. So you rolled a 12. Mm hmm. Everything seems to check out. You know, the hills where it's supposed to be, all the elevations are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really stands out to you as, as being any different. Okay. You know, the, the landing area he had picked out for you, it's still clear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a it's a clearing in the woods. Well, I say yeah. woods. It's, it's jungle. Would we know anything about the inhabitants at all? Like if they're more active during the day, more active during the night, anything like that? They are more active during the day. Uh, they're kind of kind of basic humanoid. You know, they have kind of very long, almost snout-like faces. But they're roughly the height of a human... A bit more slender of a build. 
And they have a lot, their skin tones range from kind of a light brown to almost an orange. Hmm. Yeah, Kat would then suggest, well, maybe we should try and go in undercover at night just so we don't run the risk of being followed as much. Or spotted as we know the natives are react poorly to outsiders, particularly ones investigating these area. Exactly. Yes. Hardly wants to say that we perhaps we land in more of the twilight hours where they're probably busy, you know, eating and whatever they do. And you said primitive, uh, just how are we dealing with, like, Iron Age? Are we dealing with Bronze Age? Are we still in Stone Age? They are... Hmm. Early... Early Iron Age. You're not dealing with any, you know, you're not dealing with any kind of firearms. You're not dealing with, uh, you know, cannons. They don't use siege weaponry. If we can stay out of melee range, we're fine. Well, they, they have bows and arrows. We're not fine. <laughs> or more accurately, they use crossbows more than anything. One fear. Or at least according to your reports, their sold their warrior types tend to have crossbows. Where their hunters use you know, kind of more of a typical longbow sort of thing. Well, Other than that, why. you got, you know, some swords and axes, but mostly spears because a lot cheaper to make. Coming at twilight, use the setting sun to kind of block us. Yeah, and then we, and then we go towards the ruins under cover of night when they're least active. So we land with the sun to our backs as we approach, and then we'll leave with the dawn with the sun go right in front of us. Sounds like uh, a plan to me. That well, was my thought. Yes. Once you're leaving, you ain't got to worry about it. Once, yeah. you're once you're leaving, you can buzz the village with your middle fingers hanging out the window, you know. It don't matter. <laughs> oh, let's do that. <clears throat> Have the car go ram down, motoring everybody as we go past. Then you find out just how far those arrows can shoot. Oh, I shouldn't have opened the window. <laughs> Alright, so... Taylor, give me a piloting roll. Alright. Huh. And let's see. Oh, right. Oh, that's what I forgot to do. Is there. I, I meant to input some of y'all's sheets. Uh, characters under y'all's sheets. My bad. So, uh. What does piloting fall under? Is it just a raw thing? Oh, that's right. There's not a piloting skill. Yeah, it's your dicks. What if I grab the right book? <clears throat> my dex plus my proficiency at it? Starship and space travel. I believe save. your proficiency is factored into it, yes. If, if it's the same as, like, vehicle <laughs> proficiency from 5e, it's like, it's your proficiency bonus plus a particular attribute. 
added to whatever you roll. Yeah, it is. It is uh, dex. Then that'll right. be a nineteen total. Okay. Oh yeah, you come in. You know, you come in over. You know, over the horizon where they can't see you. You stay low. You've got the sun behind you. Uh, you lay down in that uh, clearing. You know, those big engines on the side of the ship rotate <laughs> down, so you do like a vertical landing. Uh-huh. Uh, when you're done, Jim looks over at you. That was finally done. Thank you, sir. I got dibs on takeoff. Understood. Gets up. Starts heading out. As you get up, he slides out of the co-pilot seat and into the pilot seat. Now, remember, you know, if y'all get in a real bad spot, just call me and I can come in. We'll let you know if we need a pickup or a quick escape. All right. I will man the comms. Or stay on the comms. And gives him a thumbs up. Uh, what's this? What's that actually called? Hmm. Well, Adrian's got his stuff together. He's ready to go. Yep. Cat's ready. All right, everybody grab their regular kits. That's, I got mine, and... Hmm? Francis tosses Jade a great big double bag. Same, same guy just got strapped over his shoulder. So you're like the one that's prepared to actually bring something back. Absolutely. Oh, that would have been so much fun. Y'all all get there. Did anybody think they'd bring a bag to put it in? <laughs> yeah, and uh, kind of taking a backpack. I think most yeah. of us have backpacks. Yeah, I, I've got a backpack as well, and um, had to look up what this was called. Any possible way I could rig up a Fulton system to this in case it comes to that? Like what now? The Fulton recovery system. Basically, it's. Where you have the balloon that goes up, it's really the catch cable that lets you grab people on the ground. Oh, uh, oh in oh, dark. So like it's so that if the ship had to swing through, it could snatch you. Yeah, it basically, if we're being surrounded, he could just do a flyby and snatch us up. That would require that would require some rolls to successfully accomplish the actual maneuver. You can set the stuff up. That would let him try it, though, yeah. Never hurts to have a backup. That's what I thought of. Uh, the Fulton system, uh, probably the one that most people know it of. If you've seen The Dark Knight, that's basically what Batman used to get out of Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah, he'd fire up the, you fire up a balloon, and the plane will actually catch the wire... And basically pick you off the ground. Okay. 
been a while since I saw that movie, but I do think I remember that part. Mm-hmm. And also an actual thing. That's why it's called the Fulton Service to Air Recovery System. You can look that up if you want to. I think you were for it. All right. But I can... Oh. I'm sorry, what are you saying? No, I was going to say, so you are going to let me like rig that up, but he'll have to make rolls if should it come to that. Right, right, right. Gotcha. All right. If everybody would be so kind as to uh, throw yourselves down this map somewhere. And I hate to do it, but uh, I need to, run, I need to uh, take just a little break. I'll be back in just one minute. That didn't work as intended, but whatever. Mm. Everyone with dark vision out front. Oh, that's... All right. Well, no, I think all of us have dark vision. I think we all do, yeah. Yeah, that, that's part of the reason why I didn't take the gamma vision feat, because I just kind of realized literally only humans, I don't think, have dark vision, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Jade is the only one here who doesn't have dark vision. Everyone perform a protective ring around Jade. Gotta do what you gotta do. I'll be right back real quick. I have a sea life practice, is alright. Huh? I have a sea life practice, is alright. <laughs> okay. Also, how do you throw down the chip? Because I'm not seeing it on my end. On roll 20. Uh, go to your journal, and it should show you a list of uh, your characters. Click on the uh, relevant icon, and it'll throw up a bigger sheet. Nah. Click on the enlarged icon and drag it down. I need to actually make a better version of this, because... What's that now? Nah, just... I'll work something up for a character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tokens I threw down there were just ones that, you know, I have Otherwise to Otherwise you. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, why do I have two of her? Oh, never mind. All right, so this is a little stream through the jungle that y'all been following. Uh, from the maps you have, the stream... The ruins are kind of built into a hill. You know, not, not a full mountain, just, you know, a decent-sized little hill. And this stream sort of winds around the base of the mountain. Or base of the hill, excuse me. It's fairly thick jungle. You know, all the black spots are, of course, the trunks of trees. Uh... And for anybody that's interested, uh... This map's from uh, Two Minute Tabletop. They have great stuff. They do. And I want to say it costs me a dollar? They do have some great free stuff, too. Yeah, they I got some good they free have... stuff. They got some good cheap stuff. They have, like, 
elements that you can make your own map with. They're fun. Are you pushing your map maker? No, nah, the two-minute okay. tabletop. Ah, yeah, them. They're good. What map maker do you use? Uh, Dungeon Painter Studio. I've got that one. Yes, I sat down to do a jungle. Nice. I was like, man, I don't really have any good... Nothing that... I had plenty of forest options, but nothing that really screamed jungle. They have a lot of... Um, if you go to the community for it, they have a lot of add-ons that you can put in there. I think some of them have jungle. I haven't had to make one, so I couldn't switch. Yeah, it's, that's something I gotta do is sit down and, and pump that up some. I just got terribly excited when I realized how easy it was to import your own uh, textures and do stuff. I just don't have enough time to play with it sometimes. <laughs> Alright. So that's more or less your marching order. Alright. What is... Let me make the roll first, and then I will have y'all tell me what your passive perceptions are. <laughs> Alright, going down the list. Adrian, what's your passive perception? Mm, 13. Okay. Cat, what is your passive perception? 13. Okay. Dan Rue, what is your passive perception? Uh, I believe it, 11. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hole, what is your passive perception? Also 13. Does not bode well. Francis, what is your passive perception? 10. A I'm very sure alarming 10. Jade, what is your passive perception? Also 10. Uh, Francis and Jade, they can fight it. But they're not going to find it. you got to find it for them. <laughs> then they'll find it. <laughs> there it okay. is. There it is. Shoot it, girl. Shoot it. I don't think hardly any of us are wisdom-based, are we? Oh, I am. It's just that I'm not... Unfortunately for the engineer, perception is not one of your options for proficiency. Fair enough. Let's say that's, that's something that comes natural with the Promethean, class, Promethean race, so... That's the reason why I have it. Alright, so y'all are caught by surprise. Mm -hmm. As a large insectoid creature comes burrowing out from the middle of the stream. Well, I say insect. Insect, crustacean, it's something in kind of that family. Tomato, tomato. Uh, that is, of course, the head and kind of upper body. The rest of the body is long and tapers down. You're not sure how long because it goes under the water and presumably under the uh, <sighs> under the riverbed or streambed. Mm -hmm. As long as it's not the Zerg, we're okay. Ooh, a Zerg swarm could be fun. That's not tempting. <laughs> I don't have stats for them, but I do have 5th edition stats for the... Uh, all the destiny alien races. So I could use the Zerg, but I could use those other guys while they, uh... I'm sure someone has homebrewed it. Like said, yeah, got... someone probably has. Like I said, I've got stats for most of them. <laughs> anyway, so let's see. I'm going to assume that this is Cat here. Yep. And then that's I am in danger. And then that is, uh, Hull. 
I'm trying to, I'm trying to major. find a better picture for my character. Because I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Just whatever y'all like. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through to see what I can update that as while this is going on. So I'm paying attention. I'm not playing a game, I promise. <clears throat> well, at least you haven't been sitting there like some of the uh, guys that I play with live. And, you know, you sit there running the game and all of a sudden where they've been playing on their tablet, a YouTube video starts up or something. Yeah. And, you know, they quickly scramble to, to turn the volume off. But... I'm literally like, I'm, I'm scrolling on Pinterest right now to try to find a better picture <laughs> to represent Adrian than what I have on there right now. At the screen, like, if you do not turn off the tablet, I will carry your character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anna. Even or odd? Oh dear. A big part. What now? What'd you say? Hmm? Even. <clears throat> One. It is odd. <laughs> so it will attack cat. I'm in danger. You are in danger. <laughs> I mean, she is, like, half in the water there, so... Oh, I forgot it could do that. It could attack a lot of you. Hang on a second. I just read this... We was reading over his stats before we started started the stream, and then I forgot all about his little, uh... We're all in danger. Well, that depends on how he angles it. Let's see. 5, 10, 15... All right, let's see if he goes. Okay, Patrick, you're in the clear. Anna, you're in the clear. Zach, you're in the clear. Yay. You other three need to give me I'm a... I'm not going to die. Dexterity saving throw. Come on, dice. Well, for level ones, that's pretty average. It's <laughs> fine. I mean, it's not you're <laughs> going to die, but it's fine. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Your yeah, level one fine. characters, you're not that attached to these guys yet. <laughs> oh. Tarky, tarky, tarky. Uh, remember, right. are you the are you the party tank or not? What, what does that matter? <laughs> he wants to know if he should hide behind you or not. All right, so we needed a let's see, an eleven is not high enough. Oh, a twelve is wow. not high enough. Jeez. Okay. So a four is not going to make it? No, a four no, is four's not going to make it. <laughs> the 12 came close, but not quite. Mm -hmm. Let's see, do I have enough D6s? That's, that's not reassuring. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I have plenty of D6s. Alright, everybody that's taking full damage, which is everybody, with everybody's involved, 
Six points of damage. Ow. Ow. Yes, it is spewing some sort of acid. Jeez, okay. Uh, well, none of you have xenobiology, so you might not... This might not occur to you, but... It makes you think of kind of how a fly eats. Mm. This thing has got mandibles, but you're not sure they may just be weapons as opposed to anything it actually eats with. I'm going to... Adrian's gone. Bye. Whee! Already dead. Nah, I just replaced the character. <laughs> I found something I liked. <laughs> Alright, let's clear... Mm -hmm. All right, let me give everybody a turn and we will roll initiatives once I give you all turns. I think if we if we click our icon we can roll initiative. Yes, we can. All right, that should be good for everybody. Yeah, if you click on your icons and you hit the initiative, if you have the sheet, if you have input in the sheet, it'll automatically put it into the turn order. It's his dex modifier, okay. Oh. Which cat? Which cat and I have done? Yes, I meant to. I meant to input everybody else's through this past week and completely flaked on it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Not a big deal. <clears throat> I will try to have it done by next time, though. Okay, so let's see here we got. And we got a 13. Patrick, what did you get? Where are you at? I got a 21. I've got two rolls. Yeah, I think I double clicked it. So you've got a 5. Yes, I do. Well, actually, that would be 5 plus 1, so 6. Okay. Because the 20. The... You still go before the monster, so you know. Excuse me, the alien. Let's see. Is that, ooh, is that got a 19? Where is Tarky at? Right here. Is that 13? Uh, 14. Okay. And then... Brandon got a 22. Mm -hmm. Which I assume is Eric. Yes, yes. Alright, so everybody... Yes, everybody's in there. Descending. Oh. I get two turns! <laughs> <laughs> this is in Shadowrun. Don't remind me of that bloated fractal spreadsheet nightmare, please. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Which, uh, ironic since you mentioned it, because Adrian and Kat are actually imports of our Shadowrun characters <laughs> into this world. So. Yeah, it's, it's, remind me of that horrible, uh, horrible game. By the way, these are my characters from that game. Well, the, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's the, the, the thing is, is... Yeah, Shadowrun is the game you play was, yeah. in spite of the system. <clears throat> like, 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 we enjoyed it, but it was, game, it was horribly managed. To the point where we just noped and just left the game. To me, that sounds like a... Well, not so much that I ever noped out of a game, but Heroes Unlimited. 
We 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 certainly gave it the the you know, good old college try, but we just had enough after a while. But we missed the characters so much that when this opportunity came in, we're like, we need to play them again. <laughs> Have you ever played any of the Palladium System games? Oh, boy. Heroes Unlimited, uh, oh, Palladium yeah. Fantasy, Rifts. Gonna... Rifts is kind of probably the big one. Uh, back in the 90s, they also did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strangeness. Yeah. Uh, Adrian's going to back up here since he's pretty sure he's not within reach of this thing. He's going to make sure he stays that way, huh? Yeah. All right. And he's going to... Are, are these... These are trees, I assume? Yes, those are trees. Of some form. So yeah, he's going to kind of keep a tree between him and the thing. Since he knows it spits burning shit. And he can... Because he's intelligent, he's pretty sure that's some form of acid. Uh, yeah, he'll, uh, he'll sort of stick by a tree for right now. And he will actually... He'll use one of his Esper powers on this, because fuck that noise, that hurt. <laughs> so he will fire a sprite beam at it. Alright, that's just a regular old hit the AC? Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, what'd you get? Is that the total? Yeah, an 11. You miss. I miss? Okay. I figured. Rolled a 6 on that. <laughs> Not much you can uh, use digits. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, it was essentially it was a concentrated beam of what looked like kind of like solid digital energy that he fired out of his hand. Okay. And then he will he will duck behind one of these trees <laughs> and sort of use it as cover in case it starts spitting again. A tree and a lizard. Yeah, that too. <laughs> All right. Then it is uh, Francis's turn. I'm just gonna shoot with the pistol. Because <laughs> that thing hurts if it actually hits. Oh, no. oh Zach, you took one of Anna's ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an auto miss. Cat, you're up. Uh, she's gonna stay where she is, cause back up might get hit, and just take a shot. At Please tell me that hits. A twenty-five? Close. You're close. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it pretty good. I was gonna be like, wait a minute, man! Wait a minute! <laughs> You're expecting us to hit a. expecting us to hit a 26 at level one. What's wrong with you? So the entire party goes. You know what? Let's just run. Yeah. Let's bring the old guy ship back and you know, just be done with it. Go back to kill him. And be like, look, we tried, man, but there was a bug. <laughs> bug with a 26 AC. Yeah. We accidentally wandered into the yeah. high level area. It was a it was a Taurus Perez killer. A what? A TPK. <laughs> it was climbing the walls, spitting acid. Came over, man. So six points of damage. Yes. Yeah, I was so disappointed. Last session. 
when you put you can put the hit points of these things in where there's a bar over them. Yeah. All the time that I've been running my icons game, I never realized <laughs> the bar wasn't visible to anybody but me. Yeah. You can make it visible. You just have to uh, click on the icons property. Oh. Uh, okay. She a DM. She know what do. I think it has to be actually the DM of the game. Like, I can't on mine. I don't have the settings under mine to make it visible. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's under advanced? No, if you um, click on the icon and then... Are y'all seeing it pops that No, sir. No. Alright, I told no. her to make bar one visible. So maybe that's not bar one. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll just make all the bars visible. There we go. Okay. Yep, see it now. And yep. that won't give you all the exact number of hit points. But, you know, it's, from looking at that thing, it'll give you an idea when it's getting rough. It's it's his health bar. Got it. Doesn't have a mana uh, bar, so we're good. Our, our HUDs are displaying a health bar for us. It's fine. <laughs> well, usually Biometric when you scanning. hit, like, like when you hit about the 50% mark, I'll start saying they're looking rough or something like that. Yeah. But this is also kind of a visual thing we gotta keep up. I'm saying that six damage looked like it did fuck all though. Oh, I <laughs> that health bar. <laughs> I kind of figured I was just being obnoxious. Don't mind me. I'm crazy. What you gotta worry about is when you get there and suddenly there's three health bars. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all played games like that. Ah, uh, so this thing has 36 health. That's fun. Dark Souls! How do you figure that? <laughs> Math? <laughs> the percentile of bar missing is one-sixth of the bar? Mm. I may have to rethink letting y'all see this then. Don't bring <laughs> math into a D&D &D <laughs> game, man! <laughs> <laughs> ah, I figured out how to let you see its health. Hey, this is its health! I need Leave to reconsider it. letting you see its health. The mistakes have been made. <laughs> Danro, you're up. Leave all that fancy learning out of this. Well, I... I... Danru will go ahead and tell us that we need to spread out to not allow that sh to hit us again. That's why I'm behind a tree! Uh... How sh... How... Distant... Well, I was gonna try to ping. But it's not working for me. <laughs> uh, how hard will it be to get across... Like, the hop across that river like that thank you uh let's see dnd &D, i think it'd be an athletics check is athletics a thing still yep yes yep. yes it would be an athletics check man i'm totally proficient in that there's only a hey, five I do that? Ain't that big a deal but... could i do that and still get an attack in would that be a movement action or would i be I believe that would still just be part of your move. Alright. <clears throat> if you so splash down in the water or something, you know, we may have to revisit. But... Alright, let me see. 
Alright, then I'll go ahead and roll A in athletics. Oh yeah, you hop across without any trouble. Cool. Now I'm over here, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, swing a big old glaive at it. You've got reach with that, correct? Yes. <clears throat> that is not as impressive. No, that is that is not that thing that men call impressive. So what is your proficiency bonus? Say so the question is, what's your attack modifier? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's really where we should be going, because everybody has the same... Everybody has a plus two proficiency. Uh... Yeah, that's a that's a good old thirteen, I believe. That's okay. the... You got a not very high. Your, you got a plus one to your strength. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, fourteen. My okay. bad. I was thinking your strength was a little higher. Than that. <laughs> All right, so a fourteen. Oh, that hits. Roll damage. Oh wow. So seven. Make sure he doesn't have any. No, no, no weapon immunities or anything. A little low level for that, I guess. Jade, you're up. I'm gonna take cover behind these trees. Okay. Here. And I'm gonna shoot my auto rifle. Okay. At the giant bug guy. Yeah, that's not going to do it. <laughs> I mean, you successfully shoot your rifle, you just don't hit, you know, anything. I have a blast. <clears throat> Bounces off his skeleton. The important thing is you rolled higher than Zach. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that what marriage is all about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're up. Alright. Oh, we'll move over here this way. We're also getting somewhere. I wouldn't call it flanking, but anyway. This way it has to, like, it's surrounded. <laughs> and I will. Set, uh... Electrical Surge, one of my uh, prime spells, or talents in this case. Uh, let's go to. Electrical Surge! 60 feet instant, ranged forging attack. So I. So I. Uh, you almost hit the cat with it. <laughs> Please it's, don't kill me. That's basically when one of the drones comes up, starts electrical shocking. However, on top of that, something I forgot to do last game, because, well, I just literally just forgot I can do this, I will use court the coordinate attack feature of my mach machinist background. All right, what does that do? 
literally one of my drones just flies up and also... Uh, I think like the old uh, Mordekian sword spell. I actually get that as a class feature. More or less. So uh, what does it do? Because I'm, I'm blanking on the spell you mentioned. Now, uh, coordinate attack at first level. It assists me in one of my drones. Assists me in combat. It can attack the same target that I attacked. And now, is that if you make an attack? Can you do that if you're casting a sp or casting a spell using an Esper power? Whenever, whenever you use an attack action, which in this case the spell is the action, as a bonus action, you add your forging attack modifier to. The does the does the power actually count as a attack action though? What was the name of that power again? Oh, uh, no, no, okay, no, I understand what you're asking. Because, uh, like, in D&D, &D, casting a spell, even if you have to make an attack roll, does not count as an attack action. Activation time, one action, instant prime forging technique. You launch a towards with, make a ranged forging attack. The target gains no benefit from cover of this attack. Another target takes 1d8 lightning damage. Okay, go for it, then. All right, and it's just a basically it just does an additional. If it hits, so again, that's better. It's much better at attacking than you. All right, how much damage does it do? Only a D six, so it'll be doubled because it was a twenty. Uh, yeah, that's right, natural twenty, so it does crit. I'm just double checking to make sure nothing else is added into that, too. Let's see. Well, as an attack, it's a bonus action, so I wouldn't get my hopes up about too much adding in. Yeah. Let, don't crush my dreams just yet. Tinker. There it is, okay. Plus my wisdom modifier, so yeah. So it'll be just 2d6 plus 3 in this case. Okay. Or is, the, or is it doubled because it's also... The dice are doubled, not the plus. Gotcha. Uh, so there's one D6. Roll another D6. Uh, oh. So that's 14. And you said it was a plus 2? Or plus 3? It was a, my, it's my wisdom modifier, so it's a plus 3. Okay. So it is 17. That's a pretty good lick on him. Mm. Looks like the plus three's already added in on the second roll, though. Yeah. It oh, is. oh, oh! You're right. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Then <clears throat> I can only do that four times a day at present. Okay. Well, that's not bad though for first level character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now, it is my Pug Ugly's turn. Let's roll to see if his spit has recharged. No. <clears throat> Which means he must bite. Let's see. Oh, he's got reach. Hmm. Oh, reach of five feet, never mind. 
<laughs> Alright, who is closest to it and who has hurt it the most? Those are separate answers there. Yeah, yeah. Kat's the closest, but I don't think she did... Let's see, did she did damage? six damage. Alright, she did six damage. Yeah, there it is. Ignore the tree. And then... <laughs> Well, in all Dan honesty, Roo, should... Dan Rue did what, five? In all honesty, it should really hate my drone. Or seven. Yeah, but the drone's so little, I don't know if you can really spot it. Alright, uh, Taylor, even or odd? Yes. <laughs> Odd. It's even. So it attacks cat. Let's see. Cat, what is your AC? My AC is 14. Roll low. I'm sorry, it rolled a 16. Well, damn. So it's a, one of those. <clears throat> oh. Oh no. I mean, it's fine. Everything's fine. Don't you lie to me. I, I have stabilized. It's a comforting <laughs> lie, though. It's a comforting lie. <laughs> Which I may have to use. There's, there's a lot of dice being rolled for a comforting lie. <laughs> well, it's you know, it did it does two d six slashing damage. Plus a d6 acid damage. Plus a d6 so, radiant damage. I'm hoping it rolls a lot of ones then, because... He rolled yeah. one one, he rolled one two, and then it rolled a five. Okay, cat's down. Yeah, that was... That, that was an attack that can kill us in one shot. Man. Yeah, I was uh, a little surprised by that. <laughs> Are you? Well, I had glanced at the slashing damage, but I only just now noticed that, that it had the acid damage on its on its uh, bite too. That was how much total? Uh, eight. Okay. I'm just gonna pop an icon by cat to indicate that yeah, she's floating face up on the wall. <laughs> Oh, it looks like a more serious icon. Here, wait, I'll find something more cheerful. <laughs> it's a rally flag of please come get me. Guys, I'm dying, please. Guys, I'm bleeding out in a river. This is not how I planned my day. No. This is not how I planned my day to go. Please save. Alright. Let's see. Does it only get one attack? Yes, it only gets one attack. And we're back to the top of the order. <clears throat> yeah, Adrian, he's gonna kind of come this way, around to this tree, because those two stayed there. He doesn't want to bunch up. And yeah, he's firing another sprite beam at it, because fuck that noise. <laughs> Your partner's in the water. You gotta go get her. Yeah, he's he's not happy. But he's also weaker than most people, and he's nearly dead from the acid spit. 
Come on, think of how funny it would be. Second episode. How's a 19? It, it's a TPK. How's <clears throat> uh, a 19? And for 10 force damage. <clears throat> oh, he's really looking rough. He does not care for you guys at all. Food is not supposed to bite back like this. Mm-hmm. Francis, you're up. Popping off my heavy heavy pistol. Does that hit? Yes, the 70 will hit. Thank God. Minimum damage, minimum damage, minimum damage. <laughs> no. You're hurting my feelings. Ah. Oh. And what's the... Uh... Nine. That was not minimum. <clears throat> and he goes down. And I come over here. Or is the combat still ongoing? No, no, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Now I come over take. here. I stabilize, Cat. I actually have the stabilize prime ability. So you can do that for free. Yeah. Have like wakes up the eyes on the mask, just kind of reboot up. Like, this that sucked. The, whatever we charging him, can we charge him more? Yeah, when Hole runs up, the mask just has it's where the two eyes are lit up. It's just blue screens, a little white light writing. It's like got a little like. <laughs> Uh, spinning beach ball, like, booting back up. <laughs> Alright, well, that stabilized you. Does anybody have any healing to get her back on her feet? I, not healing spells, but I can actually just do base medicine. Let me double check what med kits do. <clears throat> yeah, because I have one, too, with the medicine ability. At least proficiency, anyway. That's part of the reason why I asked if I could actually get, like, the access to the more or less cure-like wounds of this setting, if need be, because it looks like I'm going to be the healer, but anyways. Yeah, Taylor's character is essentially a space paladin. Alright. I don't know if he currently has any healing or if he comes in later, but... It, like almost every ability in this game, comes in after level one. <laughs> yeah. Medkit, small pack of emergency stims, and antiviral solution. It is to help solution. stabilize. Yeah. Oh, it just lets you help stabilize. Yeah. And in well, that I case, so there's no. It doesn't give any bonuses to medical rolls. Yeah, I thought somebody did some kind of healing last game. That was me. I also did stabilize to help keep the courier alive. Okay, I was thinking somebody had given hit points back. No. No. Okay, maybe I misremembered. Did someone toss my unconscious body over your shoulders? Back to the ship! Yeah. Wait till the next day! Danner will just kind of carry small child. <laughs> Like Pat's, I'm like, thanks. This is nice. She's like five foot nothing tall, so probably not that hard. Alright, so y'all y'all withdraw back to the ship. 
probably well, advisable. Well, guys, we tried. <laughs> Let's just go home. How far did we get from the ship before we... Oh, you've been walking for this? a couple hours. Mm. I mean, we could do a short rest, but Let's I say, yeah, Does we a could, short rest yeah. work the same? We could find a spot to take a short rest in and just keep watch. That seems like the better option right now, because we still need to get to where we're going. So how yeah. much can you heal in a short rest? One hit die. Uh, one hit die plus your constitution modifier. Which at first level is, is fine. Yeah. I was almost dead a second ago. Take five. Take five. You'll be alright. Mm -hmm. Walk it off. Walk it off. So you just, What's basically y'all just sit right here and kick your boots off, stick your feet in the water. What's some tussing on that? I don't think I'm going to put my feet in the water. <laughs> yeah, after that, she's like sitting way back here away from the yeah. water. Look like... at the size of that predator. How many of them could there possibly be in this small stretch of string? Brent starts uh, carving off any little bits that might be might fetch a decent price for specialized collectors of animal parts. Well, Adrian's back to 21. Full. There could be 21 others of these things in this stream. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Francis takes the mandibles because they're very tusk-like. Uh, let's see what else. The eyes are interesting, but those don't keep very well. The upper That's body like... has a lot of meat on it, so the meat might be good. You're not sure. Hey, uh, anybody hungry? It spits acid. I'm not sure how tasty its meat might be. We might wa we might want to check it first. This is oddly tender. It's like those <laughs> stuff. I haven't started cooking it yet. <laughs> Giant alien space lobster. <laughs> we'll call it a space crawl day because it was in the stream. There we go. Gonna mm. make space, space gumbo. Space crawl boil. But no, best you can best you can tell the meat's actually good. Cat's mm -hmm. like, while you're cutting it apart, could you just punch it in the face for me? Eh, sure. Thanks, and man. And I roll to punch it. <clears throat> the face is oddly squishy compared to the rest of the body. You punch the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, y'all take, take a rest. Uh, let's see, okay, you rolled your hit die already? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Y'all carry on. Uh, let's see, y'all landed kind of at dusk. You've walked for a couple of hours, so it's good and dark now. Yay, dark vision. Especially with you being under the canopy. Yeah. So whatever moon or stars are out, you know, aren't really helping you any. Uh, checking on, checking your position, which, you know, there's no GPS satellites in orbit, <clears throat> but your comms are basically keeping up with where the ship's at. So you're kind of able to judge about where y'all should be on the map. Uh, you know you're getting close to the 
not the entrance to the ruin, but the uh, the pathway up the hill to where the ruins are. Give me perception checks, because this really wouldn't be a passive sort of thing. Nah, man. Nah. Nah, nah. Just for laughs. Cat's still just mad about that. <laughs> Dang, Crawdad. <laughs> I... Did wow. any of us get a... Did any of us get oh, above a 10? <laughs> yep. Yep, 16. That's six for Anna. Uh, oh. Yeah, Adrian. Adrian hears, hears. You hear voices up ahead of you. He'll sort of like, he'll stop everybody. And kind of like shuffle them off to the side away from the path. Uh, and once he brings it to your attention, the rest of you can hear it too. It just sounds like two people having a conversation. Not in a language we understand. No, they are not speaking common mm. or any of your native languages. Are they speaking lingo? No. <laughs> are they using pantomime enough? <laughs> Possibly. You interpretive, see them. interpretive dance. Do we have interpretive dance? <laughs> um, how many can we see them at all? Or from Not from distance? where you're standing right here, no. Okay. Um, judging by the voices, can we kind of guess how many there are? Uh. Let's see. Yeah, it's it's pretty clear there's just two people speaking. Okay, I just kind of like whisper the other ones. We should just try to go around them. Let's not try to fight anything else. They might be spitting acid. We don't know. And just as soon as you finish speaking, a hand pushes on your back and you're out in the clearing with him. <laughs> Like, really? No, man. Come on, man. <clears throat> Alright, so y'all start trying to go around him? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody yeah. give me stealth rolls. I think we're trying to avoid encountering the the native life as much as. Oh, Lord, okay. <laughs> really sneaking around them. Ooh. Yeah. What happened? Oh, let's see, what is their passive perception? That is a better sneak than I thought I'd have. Nice. Damn it! The question is, does this group's stealth ultimately end up going above the threshold? We've had, a, we've had some high rolls. Yeah. And then there's me. <laughs> There's you. You rolled better than I did. Oh, oh, God. You chill. <laughs> oh, okay. Adrian just goes face down in the dirt. I trip over him. Like, gun goes off. That's Someone's carrying, like, a thing of pots and pans in their back. backpack. You, your music starts playing, and it's, like, really obnoxiously loud dance music. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. 
We look up, the indigenous life is now just dancing because I think the gods are talking to him. I don't know. <laughs> okay, guys, keep going, keep going. You, you threw a Russian and Clank disco grenade. I think y'all have, I think you have those in Champions Online, too. Yeah. There's nothing like flying through and seeing a giant robot attack, and suddenly the, you know, ten-story robot stops and starts doing this with the disco ball over him. And then he'll stop, and he'll attack, and then he'll go back to dancing. Him and everybody around him. Mm. Anyway. So, uh, everybody except uh, Francis and Adrian are uh, quite stealthy. Very quiet. You two, yeah, you, you, you step on twigs, you bump into each other. Uh... Cat, with your role, you managed to get close enough to kind of peek out ahead. And essentially, it's a little clearing. Or I should say, it's a path. You know, it leads off down, according to the maps, towards the village. Which is, you know, still a couple miles away. The other side leads up the hill towards the ruin. You know, this is essentially the path you were looking for. Out in the clearing, though, there's a small campfire. There's a sort of shed or shack that's been built. And there's two of the natives. They were sitting around the fire. As soon as your companions start falling all over each other, you know, they stop talking and they get up and their spears are out. And then they're kind of listening. It's like they're listening for any further noise. And, you know, one of them kind of tries to nudge the other one forward. Uh, let's see, would be, you don't have xenobiology, do you? No, I do not. I keep asking that, I'm pretty sure nobody does. I have the skill, but I have no skill in it or no proficiency in it. Well, go ahead and give me a roll with it. Okay, it is a... It's basically a straight intelligence, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I think it's intelligence. Yeah. It is. Oh, hey. Nice. 19. You are no expert on these people. In fact, you don't even know what the species is called, now that you think about it. Calling them Bob. But you have, but you know, you've seen pictures of them. And based on that, you would say these two, probably teenagers. Maybe 20-ish. Okay. You know, or, you know, the equivalent yeah, adolescent teenagers. Yeah, adolescent to maybe just considered fully grown. Uh, Beat the hell out of them. <laughs> Get off my yard. <laughs> but uh, neither one of them seem like they really want to venture out in the woods. But they are um... more or less blocking the pathway up. This Did little that... this little guard shack was not on the map y'all had. Okay. Did that giant uh, space crawdad make any noises when it attacked? Uh, when it came out of the water, you can't really tell because you know all the splashing, and then it made a sort of dry heaving noise as it was spitting the acid. Okay. And we haven't heard like any. 
like threatening animal noises as we've as we've been walking these couple hours? Not really. I mean, you've heard okay. insect noises. You've heard birds. Kind yep. of like looks back over her shoulders, like with the oh, guys. Anybody? Is the path like? Does it fork like towards the village and towards the place it's we're like going? You, it's like you had the path running from the village and then up the hill. And about the time it really starts up kind of the steep part of the hill, that's where they got this guard shack. Okay. So it's like at the fork. Yes, yes. Like yes. the center of the fork. Okay. Um, is it forested on the side go? It is forested where you're at now, and on the other side, but the the jungle gets a lot. It starts thinning out quickly as it goes up. Okay. So it almost looks like this hill is one big stone. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen Stone Mountain in Georgia. I mean, it's not that big, but... It's like a very... In this case, it would be like a very tiny Arrows rock, almost. Yeah. <sighs> like, we could not make a dash for it kind of thing. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, you, could always, seen... you could always run out past them and, you know, hope they couldn't catch you or, or chose not to. But... Yeah, she, she's up. not the looking forward to... At that point, though. Yeah, she's not one to try and do a foot race here. Have I physically seen them yet? No, so far, Kat is the only one that has inched up enough to see them. She would have uh, fallen back and kind of been like, there's two kids up here with a shack and spears, and they heard you guys falling all over each other. I actually have an idea. I could. Is it possible to use one of my drones more or less to have it make noise and see if I can get their attention? This way they go off to the side. Literally just using a drone as a distraction. Should not be difficult. I'm sure buzzing I don't know, I don't know that necessarily the, the drone itself necessarily makes noise. Begin it to run through brush or tree limbs. Yeah, shouldn't be difficult at all. You could have it buzz them a couple times and then take off in the opposite direction of us. <laughs> I could. That's actually what I'm going to do. I'll might have. I'm going to have to. Ex, I'll use one of my uh, coordinate attacks. Not really attacking or anything. I'm just kind of thematically using it to basically cause a ruckus and then see if I can draw them off. Okay. Now, do you actually buzz them where they can see it? Uh, no. I basically it make a lot of loud, just kind of a ways, like you said, it's a ways from the guard shack. Mm -hmm. At least enough, I'm just trying to get their attention to see if I can get them to follow it. Okay. So you just start rustling bushes, and then it kind of moves away from the shack, still making... Yeah. Give me... Hmm. Bluff does not seem to be a thing. There's deception. Yeah, deception. Oh, yes, that is what it's called in this, in this, in 5e. Yeah, give me a deception roll. No. I'm going to give you advantage due to it being night, them already being keyed up, them being kids and not experienced. Ah, uh, that's 
did not work out right. Yeah, once, once I get the stuff on the sheet, you can actually just click advantage and it'll do the double roll. Okay. Alright, so the 8 is highest, plus your deception. Which would be 0. <laughs> I have... That's a charisma, which is not my thing. And you don't have the skill. Yeah. Alright. Versus... Well, they don't really have a... Well, their wisdom is a 0, so it's going to be versus a base dice roll. Roll low. And they roll a one. Which on these dice. <laughs> yes. Which on these dice is a little skull. <laughs> Appropriate. So they get up. They don't go running after it. It's very cautious. You kinda have to keep it keep it making noise and They slowly follow it down past a little bend in the road though. And now we move. I guess I let's go. Let's see. Yeah, what what Adrian is, he'll try to time his movements with the rustling of the drone noise to try to mask his movements. Okay, give me another stealth roll. Yeah. Would this be standard or at advantage? Uh, at advantage because they're distracted and a little distance off at this point. What is their passive? That's better than last time. <laughs> Much better. Yeah. Thank God it's double digits. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like everybody's getting double digits this time. Oh, oh this is everybody. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't roll one, man. No, that's... Uh... Oh, that was one, so you roll again. So got my any, highest was a uh, Got anything to add? Uh, plus, uh, that would be dexterity. Uh, oh, dexterity. So yeah, so that'd be that'd be a ten. Double digits. Yeah. Mhm. Mm uh, you make a little noise. You know, some of your some of your equipment snags on a bush. And you kind of have to yank it loose. You know, it makes a little noise, but not. You know, not really any more than the drones are making. At least not much more. So y'all book it up the hill? Yep. Yep. Probably more stealthing up the hill than booking it, but yeah. Power We're heading in that direction. <laughs> what is your... On the way, Cat would kind of look around to make sure there's no obvious... Like log traps or anything like that. Uh, what is y'all's passive perceptions? I think, I think 13, thirteen is the highest. highest. Yeah. Well, he rolled a five, so y'all hear a little gasp behind you. You turn around, and one of the guards has apparently had apparently come back to investigate that noise. And sees all of y'all going up the hill. He's young, he's inexperienced, but he's not stupid. You know, there's way too many of you. He immediately turns it's... around and just 
run starts running the opposite direction. Uh, Cat's gonna try and tackle him to stop him because she figures he's probably gonna try and go back and get other people. What is Cat's movement? Cat has thirty speed, thirty feet. He also has thirty feet. And there's probably 40 or 50 feet between you when you start. Uh, I mean, you can keep up with him, no problem. But overtaking him is going to be difficult. Not gonna happen. Even with like a dash or a double dash, ain't going to happen. Danru is amazed that through 30 foot of jungle foliage, we've been spotted. <laughs> Y'all got out of the uh, foliage... That foliage. foliage at that point, and we're going up the going up the uh, path at this point. <laughs> so what you gonna do? She's gonna she's gonna try and throw one of her knives at a non-vital point just to bring him down. Like well, you know what? Down. It's 9 o'clock. It's time to wrap. Uh. <laughs> so starting up next session, you have a teenager Whoa. running away from you. And you're all plotting how to... I won't say not hurt him, but not maim and or kill him. Was the other drone still ways off? Or did we call it back? I have multiple stits. At this point, it's probably the... still down there drawing. Yeah, the... Yeah, the, the drones are more thematic, more than anything else. Ah. Bonk him in the head with the drone! <laughs> so anyway, I... that will be the show for today. Mm -hmm. uh, I forgot to introduce y'all when we started up, so I'll take a moment to do that now. <laughs> uh, we have Eric playing Adrian Steele, who I almost called Arden again. That's the name he's using, so either works. Uh, Sarah playing Cat, Taylor or Tarky playing Danru, Patrick playing Hull, Zach playing Francis, and Anna playing Jade. Uh, thank all y'all for watching. I hope you had a good time. I hope you'll show up uh, next week when we do this again. It'll be be our third episode. And I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Possibly today, injure a teenager. Mm hmm. Who doesn't want to beat a teenager every now and then? Every now and then. Every day. Get well, off my lawn with extreme prejudice. Well, that from a professional standpoint, you're you're bound to want to. <laughs> Though, do you work with teenagers or are you younger than that? Teenagers. High school. Oh, fine. My wife gets the cute, adorable little elementary school kids who are adorable. Yet frustrated. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'd rather deal with teenage drama than a lot of vomit. Yeah. I don't know. First at least vomit, at least vomit you mop it up and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, and uh, you will, you should have leveled. Oh. I will double check and make sure, but I believe that last fight would have had you all level. Question on leveling then. Will we take the like a fresh HP or what do you want us to do with that? 
since some of us are still in. Uh, just add the extra dice that you get. Okay. Just add that to it. All right, but like, if, say we're at ten h, ten health points is our max. We're at six. Just take four off our new total. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Eight. I get added powers now. I can disengage. <laughs> that would have been everybody, very useful. Everybody gets new <laughs> wonderful things. I get. Let's see where is. Ah, oh, somebody on Twitch is asking us what's with this vomit talk. We were discussing <laughs> the the pros and cons of dealing with high school kids versus elementary children. Ooh, I get a flamethrower. Uh, no. Can grieve. But anyway, we're going to log off now. We will see y'all next week. Yep, yep. Bye. See you. Good night.